0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 70 of the Tucson Pinball Podcast. Welcome to Wayne's World. Um, Right on time, right on schedule, uh, I'd like to talk about pinball at the lab. (laughs) And that is a tournament that happened in Riverside, California, uh, September 23rd and 24th. Um, I kind of would have just let it go because it's been a little while since I've chatted. But um, there was a couple games that uh, I've played very infrequently or never. And I kind of just wanted to chat about that a little bit. had a few um, fun experiences. I mean, the whole thing was a fun experience, but um, a few standout experiences and, you know, some good, some bad. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so just kind of wanted to chat about that a little bit. So first things first, if you're not familiar with it, Pinball at the Lab is a, actually it's a circuit event, which I didn't realize that it was. I don't think it was last year, but um, since last year, it I think last year it was 100 players, and this year it was 120 players. And, well, that was the cap, anyways. And for a while there was a wait list, and then day of, um, or anyways, in the results uh, on IFPA, there's only 104 players in the results. So I think that's a bummer because I think last year with the 100 player cap, I think we had it 82, 84 players or something like that in the results. So, um, you know, there's, there's a ton of initial interest, and I, I don't know, you know, it's. Not that two years is is all that much of a of a streak, but um, just really wish. That, I mean, it's such a great event, and I'm not sitting here going, "Oh man, like I wish we would have had 120 players," because I probably would have done worse than I did. But uh, you know, instead of the 104, so the more players that are there, the the worse my odds get. But um, no, like it's it's such a well done event that I really wish that the initial surge of interest and that wait list and everything, I, I wish that would carry to the day of the event and you know, we'd still have that max headcount because um, I definitely think that the effort that, that Carl and Jim and everybody puts into that and Jay and, and uh, I think Bob Matthews is uh, factor in there as well. You know, like that's, that's a great group of individuals and they do a great job setting these games up and keeping them going the whole time and running the event overall and streaming and, you know, just everything that goes into it. Um, I, I, for them i would really like that this thing maxes out and we get everybody that that they can and um yeah so you know it's just an aside just you know right out front i just want to say thanks to everybody that that puts that show on because it's it's a really fun tournament it's a really unique format and i think that's where where my interest is in the event um and it's it's certainly you know it's up to you to to make it happen but um you know as far as your play goes but you know they they certainly put on a great event. So just want to say thanks to all those guys out front. Um, the reason why this year uh, they had a few less players than than projected was uh, a couple of folks got sick day of or you know day before something like that. Uh, Carl wasn't even there because he wasn't feeling all that well. And you know there's there's always that that slight concern about COVID going on. And at that point there was you know a, a little bit of an uptick being seen. Um, so obviously there's a little bit of caution and, you know, everybody's level of, of caution is their own individual scenario, depending on, you know, all sorts of factors, whether it's comfort or actual health related type stuff, you know, uh, number one priority is to keep yourself safe and keep everybody else safe. If you're not feeling well and obviously staying away, but, um, you know, the, the ones that were able to make it out there, they, uh, they, had, they were presented with a pretty good show. So um, no Carl means no IE Pinball potentially for the stream. And everybody knows that Carl does an amazing job streaming tournaments and or just, you know, streaming games in his house and crashing games because he scores too many points or collects too many points all at once. You know, Carl, Carl likes to break games and he's good at it. And, uh, you know, the... The developers of these games, they should be really thankful because he's he's pointing stuff out that, you know, they can take a look at. And not many people are going to be in that situation to to demonstrate that, quite like Carl does. So, uh, you know, no Carl was, was definitely felt this time around. But uh, very fortunate for us, um, a, a brand-new streaming team, Aimless Pinball, uh, stepped up and put a rig together. And I don't know how much of it was was like truly theirs or if they had to borrow anything, if it was like super last minute, you know, but they, they did a great job. They had a great setup and um, there was even an expanded floor space this year compared to years past. Because uh, if you're familiar with the game lab in previous years, (laughs) I think the last two years um, there's been a, uh, a super smash bros tournament going on um, at least part of the time or most of the time um, that we were there. So, if you're walking in the game lab, the bar is all the way in the back uh the right hand side was you know the exposed pin wall, and that's that's kind of what's always there and then there's like a party space in the back, and that's where we kind of have some overflow space where more games for the tournament are and then the the Smash Bros group was all all the way on the left hand side of the wall um but this year we got all that uh console area as well, so uh we were able to spread things out, obviously that contributed to the increase in potential head count. Um, so it was, it was cool. I mean, (laughs) and for a lot of it, like we were the only ones there, you know, for, for the second day. I mean, that's, that's kind of normal because just the way the scheduling goes, the game lab doesn't open like first thing in the morning and, um, they understand it's a travel day for most people that aren't local. So on Sundays when it's final day, they, they get there, you know, early enough to get started and then people can, can do their thing. And, um, if you're driving home while finals are still going, um, (laughs) yeah. You know, last two years I've I've made it home right as either the final round was in progress or just about to wrap up. I think last year I got home in time to watch um the entire final, like the last game of the last round of the A finals. Um and this year I think um the game was going on as I was driving. I, I had the I had Twitch open and I was listening to the stream. Um so i could i could kind of hear obviously i could hear what was going on um and they finished up like right when i got home or like right after i got home it was it was a very close timing but it was you know their their consistency as far as timing is very um very dead on pretty much year after year because it's like it'll end around the time when i get home and i get home around the same time every year so um as far as timing goes i think they're pretty Pretty consistent with that. So um, anyway, so that's enough of the setup. So I wanted to talk about a couple of the, the rounds. Um, Escher did not go 10-0 and this year, and they changed some of the – I think IFPA modified some of their their points, um, you know, or, or how they TGP'd this game up or this, this series up so that, uh, you know, Escher proving a point <laughs> and going 10-0 and and kind of locking in the value for everybody – um, there was a lot of sarcastic thanks, Eshers, going on last year, and, um, you know, so I think I think there was a little bit of compromise with IFPA. I don't remember the specifics because uh, I'm not looking for the, the, the first place amount of whoppers in this thing. I'm just kind of there to have a good time and, and play some games that I, I don't normally have the opportunity to play, and with Jim Belsito running some of the game setup, you know that's that's going to be on the table, so... Uh, anyways, right off the bat, um, so round one, I went and played Revenge from Mars, and Revenge from Mars is a game that um, I have played a couple times. I'm sort of familiar with, but um, you know, it's it's a smaller playfield overall, and so things are a little bit kind of closer together, and you're just, your your timing a little different, and just kind of the whole the overall experience of that pin two thousand system is is interesting. And I, I like the game. Um, it, it's fun. Um, just don't have a chance to play it all that often. I think the last time I played it was Starfighters, which I haven't gone up to Phoenix at all this year. Um, and so that would have been last year, late last year. Um, I know they have one at Cobra Arcade in Tucson, um, but I I tend to not be able to get there all that, that easily just because of what their hours are compared to what my hours are. <laughs> they open at 4 p.m. I think seven days a week, and they close at 2 a.m. because they're a bar. And uh, yeah, I that's kind of not really uh, my availability, um, especially when I live 30 minutes away. So, anyways, uh, Revenge from Mars, fun game, enjoyed it. Um, Jim Belsito was top player in in my group. Um, Jim got the win with 45 million. I got second place, 40 million, which I was actually really surprised by. Uh, I think I did a couple modes. I think I started the multi ball on that one. Um and not entirely sure how to play the game, so resorted back to the shoot the blinky lights, don't drain strategy and uh kinda went from there. So that was that was fun. That was a cool game. Um always nice kind of feeling like you stole a point out of that one. because um, I certainly was not expecting to get second on that one. So game two is was a game that or round two for me, uh, was a, a game that I have seen plenty of pictures of, um, maybe not even the play field, just the back glass, Cause it's, it's a cool art situation. Um, and that's Gottlieb Excalibur. And in this game, <laughs> um, I was not player one and that's good. Cause I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but player one most certainly did. That was Nick Stein. And I think on ball one, he put up like 12 million points. Or it was above ten, I think, and like that's that's a lot of chopping wood. Like we were the other three players, we were just kind of sitting there going, um, "He knows what he's doing." And if all of us play this long, like they're gonna turn this game off. <laughs> um, but nobody played nearly as long as Nick did on on his first ball. Uh, Nick finished with thirteen point six million, which was. An order of magnitude larger than second place because I finished second with 1.2 million. Uh, I got the multi ball started um, on accident. I kind of shats the in lane or did an alley pass up the in lane on the right side, kind of accidentally, and it suck stuck into the saucer, which is like after you lock a ball or like turn on your locks or whatever. Like that's how you you need to you're supposed to shoot the ramp and have it like divert over and go into that little saucer area and you know, then it'll start your multi ball. And I went the, the backwards way and kind of lucked into a multi ball on that one. Um since this is the very first time I've played this game, I did have a couple reactions on it. Um just because you know it's you, you look at a game, you're like, Oh, okay, it's got some drop targets, it's got a ramp right in the middle, like I center ramps like that close should not have been a thing, but they were. Um and it was really easy to half ramp this thing and come back down. Um and not, not saying Nick did anything wrong, but especially when player one sits there and he plays for about 20 minutes on ball one and you step up and it's like, yeah, these, uh, these flippers are already a little, a little squishy, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. But, um, yeah, so it was, it's a cool game. There's four flippers, like four drop target banks. There's three drops on either side down low. And then the, the upper two banks are, are two drop targets. And if it didn't have the ramp, it would kind of resemble Countdown a little bit, which makes sense because that's another Gottlieb game. But, you know, obviously differences too. But if it didn't have that ramp, I think it would be like a really good single level um, playfield game. It was it was fun. You know, drop targets are fun. And um, it had two mini flippers up top. Um, they were you know, they're kind of like the the. Secondary flippers on like Jungle Queen, Jungle Princess, so the the smaller ones, um, with the flat tops on them, and it was you know the art's good because Gottlieb, you know they they did the art really well. Um, it was the game has potential, I think, as like a really fun game, but man, that center ramp was just kind of it. I don't, it just felt out of place, you know. And again, that's my very first time playing the game. That was kind of, and it wasn't because like oh, I can't hit this ramp; it shouldn't be here. It sucks, but um. You know, it's just, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and, and I kind of laughed a little bit when I, when I got my fluke multi ball because it's like, oh, okay. I wonder if anybody does that on purpose because, you know, they give up on the ramp or something. But, anyways, interesting game. Um, kudos to Nick for 10xing my, my next, you know, position score on that. But, uh, um, interesting game. Um, I think i would play that one on location a couple times i certainly had no feeling of like i have to buy this you know so um anyways so uh two seconds after after two rounds um that's kind of good you know i'm very happy with that pacing um so next round uh played wheel of fortune and uh, the notable thing about this round is uh Escher was in my group, <laughs> and I know Escher has one of these, and I think i've played one of these i know i've played Wheel of Fortune less than five times ever um and so uh Escher was not first player, and i was escher was fourth or Escher was second i was fourth um and we were just kind of standing off in the back we're in the side room and it's if you've been there it's fairly close quarters like it's fairly tight you know you're everybody's everybody is in everybody else's way. Um, but everybody understands that. And so everything's very courteous, you know, everybody's just kind of, um, you know, shuffling around and, and trying to be as, as graceful to everybody else as possible. Like I have never encountered anybody getting like, you know, frustrated that there's no standing room, like it's, it's standing room only. And it's kind of hard to, to make your way from like the back of the room. Cause you want to be out of the way to the, the game, if you, if it's your turn, so, um, it is a little tight in that back room, but I mean, everybody's cool and it's, it's never really been a big deal, but so anyway, so Escher was off to the back. Um, I was kind of like trying to stay out of the way as best I could. Um, and so um, Escher's just kind of casually is like, what I like to do is I like to to see if I can guess what the puzzles are for other players, <laughs> you know, and he's just, you know, just kind of like randomly threw that out there and. Um, we like, I I don't know Escher. Escher doesn't know me necessarily, but, um, Jacob, my friend from New Mexico, uh, made classics finals in Texas and uh, Escher was in his group and they were chatting about, um, different like pinball projects and like kind of fun, fun little side, like pinball Olympic type of projects. And, um, so they were chatting about stuff and I was just kind of standing there cause I'd been chatting with, with Jacob and, and Megan. They both had done really well in, in Texas. So I was just kind of like a, a tertiary person that Jacob was chatting with and Esher and Jacob were were chatting at certain points. So like Escher had seen me and I'm sure like I recognize faces really well. So I'm, I'm sure Esher, you know, sees a lot of pinball players and like, he kind of knew that like, he probably had the, I think I've seen you before, but I don't know where type of thing. Um, and so, but he was like he, Escher's super nice, and so um, we were we were kind of chatting about stuff, and like one of the puzzles ended up being Empire Penguin, and then uh, one of them was a phrase that was a little bit longer than uh, we were able like, to catch with with some of the letters that were getting thrown out there. And um, anyway, so like that was one of this is one of the highlights of of the weekend is like I got paired up with Escher on a game that he owns, and uh, I actually uh, I took first place. <laughs> um, Escher took third. Uh, so I got 21 million on there. Uh, I was 21, 10, four and a half and three and a half. So like the difference between third and fourth was, was pretty close. Um, so that was, that was a pretty, you know, feel good moment, um, on that, on that game right there. And then, (laughs) and then round four happened. So I'm going to go to, uh, the Bally Harley Davidson. Was that 1989, something like that. Um, and I'm just doing this all on my phone. So I'm clicking back and forth. So, um, sorry, <laughs> just needed a needed to talk a little bit to let that load a little bit. And, uh, so in this, in this round, um, Harley Davidson is Tom Graff all the way from Wisconsin, myself, Kyle Smith, which Kyle knew what he was doing. I, I think he's a California guy. Uh, I don't, I don't recognize the name or, or the face, so I don't think we've, we've done much together, but Kyle definitely knew what he was doing. Um, and then player four in the group was Escher again. And I have played this game, like, twice. I, I have no idea what to do. And uh, after the game was over, because I didn't... You know, the game had started, and I was just like, hmm, I probably should have been like, hey, how do you play this game, guys? Because, you know, everybody everybody has an Escher tutorial story, you know. Um, but I did not, and so I just kind of took my beating. <laughs> so uh, everybody had a pretty bad ball one. And then... Um, by Ball 3, Esher was doing just fine. Everybody else had kind of found found the shots that they were trying to find, and everybody was doing just fine. So um, I finished up last place, uh, 861K, and I was actually f- starting to find my shots. I was very thrown off by – apparently there's a weird, like, lock shot blinking scenario where it's like the, the lock will blink, which to me it's like, hey, you should put the ball here. Um, but apparently it just blinks for fun, and – I put the ball in that in that little saucer thing a couple times, and I was just like, "It keeps kicking it out. I don't know what to do now. I guess I'm done with that." <laughs> um, so everybody seemed to be just kind of going for for orbits to to go through the cities and then light the jackpot. And Escher collected, um, and I think Kyle kind of chipped his way there. So Escher finished with uh, 13.9 million on uh, on a game that uh, was was. Not being very graceful on ball one, like everybody got eaten alive, like less than a million easily on ball one. I think. Um, so then Kyle finished second with four point nine, so that's like a nine million point gap from first to second. Then Tom had two point nine, and then I had eight hundred and sixty one k. So, um, as somebody phrased this once upon a time in Pinburg when I did above what I was expecting for, I think, either the first or second, you know, the first or two, first or second rounds combined. Um, I got into this group and I'm just looking around like, I know some of you, I'm kind of new to this, but I still know some of you. And it wasn't like, you know, Bowen and Escher and Keith or anything, but it was just like, I know some of you and you're way better than I am. I should not be here. Um, and so one of the guys was like, Oh, this is your humble round, huh? So, um, I, I think that phrase is absolutely perfect. So, uh, this, this round on Harley Davidson was absolutely my humble round. Um, and yeah, I did, I did not steal any points on that one. So nice, nice zero on that one. So, but running total, I've got seven points and I should have probably told you what the goal was. The goal is this is a race to format and it is a race to 30 points. So when I said, uh, Escher went ten and zero last year. Like he literally won ten games, ten rounds in a row. Got his three points per round. Got his thirty points in ten rounds. And at that point, um, yeah, we were kind of locked in as far as IFPA value. But this is a race to the finish line. So you need everybody needs to get thirty points, or not everybody. But if you want to be in finals, you need to get thirty points before they run out final spots. Um forgot to write it down, but I think it was top twenty-four. Uh made A, and then I think it was oh shoot, was it eight or sixteen made B? I don't remember. Um either way, so this is a race to thirty. Uh so after four rounds, I've got seven. So like like I was saying, if you get second each round, you get two points. You know, that's that's a pretty good pacing. And um, you know, if you average to two looking at because I, I can see into the crystal ball cause I'm staring at the rounds right here. <laughs> if you average to two, uh, you would make it into a finals because, uh, we're going to go till round 17. So there's, there's a little bit, there's a few more rounds. Um, I'm not going to get super chatty on some of these. Um, but yeah, for the first, the f- um, was it round three and round four, I get to play with Escher and Tom, um, you know, so some pretty big tournament names and and I'm just little old me from Tucson. So, Um, Playing on games I don't know, and they do, and uh, the results speak for themselves. So uh, round five, um, because you're playing a Jim Belcedo tournament, you're going to play some some interesting games. So round five, we play uh, Freddy uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think is the full name. So, um, I finished second with that. I got 137. I think the, the, the top score, I mean, I could look at it, but do I want to click on it? Sure. I'll click just to, just so I'm not making up too many numbers here. All right. So let me find Freddy. Freddie, Freddie, Freddie. Okay. So I finished with 137. Uh, first place is 163. Um, the plunge was fairly challenging on this. If you full plunged, it would not go into the little furnace thing, um, and start your, your nightmare thing. So, uh, you had to ease off the plunge just a little bit, or it would be too strong and it would brick on on one of the posts around the side of it. Um, and I, we actually ran into a scenario where one of the players was like, "I knew this was going to happen," and I don't know if they were, you know, a little little grumbly about it, or just kind of like, "Why didn't everybody know this?" Or just kind of, you know, frustrated with the situation. It it wasn't a big deal. It was just kind of like. I was not prepared for this. So apparently in multiplayer games on Freddy, um, one of the nightmares, and I don't know enough about that game to know which one or anything like, like I I didn't even know because it happened to me. And if I knew it was going to happen or a potential, I would have stepped up a lot faster. Not that I took five minutes to step up to the game, but you know, it was pretty easy to get dangers on that. And Gottlieb has a really annoying beeper, when uh, when they get dangers and they stand out from everything else and you know you could hear this game beeping like every round people were getting dangers on it so you know it's it's there there you could there's tilt potential so i was going to let it set, settle down for you know a minute and it plunged my ball and i'm like i haven't even stood up yet there's a sea of people like i can see my ball i can see i'm getting i'm getting points there's literally nobody standing at the game what the heck just happened? And so um one of the players was like, Yeah, we ran into this um in, in league or tournament or whatever not too long ago. So I had a feeling that was gonna happen. I was just like, I haven't played this game since D and D sold theirs. So like I, I, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Like I have no idea. <laughs> so I'm I'm certainly not up to um up to snuff on even remembering what the modes are, let alone the, the intricacies of silly leap stuff. So we got Jim. He came over, basically said, I'll, I'll get a comp ball, um, which is totally, I mean, it's it's the right call, obviously, because I lost, you know, my ball was played. My ball plunged and, and drained, like, by the time I was up to the game. Like, I couldn't get there in time. And so, like, that's a comp ball scenario. And unfortunately, um, that basically hosed everybody else, potentially, because, um you know, you start off, and I think the first nightmare is a multi-ball. So by that point, like I'd kind of felt out the plunge a little bit. Like I mean, I I plunged the skill shot on on ball one anyway, so I started right into the multi-ball, and so that puts me in a scenario where, you know, I get to add whatever score I get on this comp ball to you know the score I had on my game, but I get to start over with like an easy two-ball multi-ball to start off. So, um, it. It's one of those that's pinball things and, you know, you, you don't reset the game state, meaning like you don't start off and like go through a couple nightmares and like leave it off where I where I left off. And so, yeah, sometimes that's that's a benefit and sometimes it's not. <laughs> and this time it was a benefit. I was already in second. Um, I just needed I was trying to catch first place and my comp ball was was not very impressive. So uh, finish with a second on there. Um, and just gonna move on to that one. So Indiana Jones, the good one was next and, uh, got a second on that with 135 million. So after round six, I am, I'm at 11 points averaging, you know, there's a three in there and there's a zero in there. Um, so we're kind of, you know, there's a one and a half between those two, but everything else so far has been a two. And I'm, I'm like, this is, this is cool. This is fun. Uh next game is Sinbad and this is round seven. Sinbad, hundred and seventy-one K got me two points on there, up to thirteen. Um Roland was in that group. Um there was and oh, and also Jermaine was in my group on this one. Um I'm pretty sure. And this this was fun. Like it was it was not all that impressive. Like, and I think there was a set to five ball. So it was not all that impressive. The first two balls, and then um I think Roland just got a hold of this game and just tore it up. So um, actually, I, again, you know, in the interest of of proper journalism, uh, let, me, let me just click on it and look at the scores, and I can tell you, you know, who probably got a hold of the game. Yeah, so I got 171, Roland with 280, so he was the one for sure. Like, I think he max bonused, you know, 5X on, like, ball two or three and just found some points. Um, Evan Shire, 157, and then Jermaine with 152. So, oh, that's a heartbreak, 5K away from a point. Um, and then, yeah, I the difference between me and Roland was 110. So Roland kind of cruised into a win on that one, and he he put up big points early on. So that was, you know, that's kind of a little bit of a relief, you know, going into the, the final balls on that. Uh, round eight, we uh, went over to Whirlwind. I won that with 2.9. I don't even remember this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this particular round. Okay, so Laura Stoddard, 1.0. Matt Young, 1.4. Luca, ooh, uh, Varoli. I'm i sorry, Luca. Um, 1.6, and then I got three points with 2.9. This whirlwind was, like, dream crusher hard. <laughs> it You could totally play it, but if you, like if If you missed it all, it was ball ending catastrophic like just absolutely see you later <laughs> and I love whirlwind like <laughs> whirlwind's probably my favorite system eleven, and oh my gosh, this one was just like and and it wasn't like Jim didn't take out like a slingshot or something like it was just it was just set up like. I mean, it was a perfect tournament setup. It it was it was very honest. I think that's one of my favorite phrases, you know, or favorite adjectives on on games is it was very honest. If you made a bad shot, you were done. If you made your shots, you keep playing. That's that's all there is to it. So that whirlwind was the most probably one of the most honest games, you know, in this entire event. Um, And it was it was beating people up. So uh, round nine. So after after eight rounds, got a three on that uh, sixteen points. Um, at one point, okay. So let me, let's do a little bit of a sidebar. Okay. So pause after round eight. Um, so this, this event was streamed and my kids are old enough to be like kind of into, I mean, they've been playing Xbox live for, for a while. Um, but they're aware of, um, thanks to YouTube, they're aware of like streaming and, you know, so they, they, my youngest who's 14 like he watches twitch um twitch is a streaming platform if you're not aware it's kind of like it's kind of like if uh, you watched a youtube video but it was live like if you don't know what streaming is that's that's what streaming is um and so my my kids know what twitch is they have a couple people that they follow that you know they play like minecraft and roblox and probably some call of duty stuff and rust and grounded and like all these other Xbox games that they play that I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, no, thanks. <laughs> I'll stick to my world of Warships. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I told them about it and so I, I had them get the iPad that I use and I said, Hey, Twitch is on there. Um, click on Twitch. It's the pinball channels already saved under my, under my profile. Click on that and just find the, find the one. There's probably only a, a handful of streams on today. It's the one with the most people watching <laughs> and which was probably, between one to two hundred people, I think, um, at any given time. And so they turned it on and they they plugged it into the big TV and, you know, so they could watch it on that. And they were just kind of standing there watching it. And they were like, OK, we can see Toy Story. And it's like, OK, that means that, like, the commentators, because the commentator table was across the the little walkway in this these small back rooms uh, from Toy Story. And so... So my my kids are like they're like texting me and it's we're not in a round like in, we're in between rounds or they're waiting for a game to finish up somewhere else or something like that. So the commentators had, had moved the camera back over to them, um, totally fine. But Toy Story's in the background, so my kids are like texting me over and over and over. Walk by Toy Story, walk by Toy Story, and so I walked by like, and uh, and like a minute later I get a text because um my my oldest he took a picture of the tv screen and texted it to me like i don't know how he timed it or like maybe he took a video of the tv and like as i was walking by and so he, was ha- he has like a screenshot of like me walking by and he sent it to me he's like we saw you and it's like so that that was fun you know like you know my my kids are they're teenagers they don't they don't really want to hang out with me a ton i mean they do they're nice they're good but um they you know dad's not the coolest guy on the planet and uh so that was that was kind of a fun moment for me so um but yes <laughs> so anytime it was you know commentary time toy story 4 was on the stream and and my kids were just like yeah and then you know they watched for a little bit and then they they walked away and um but i think they were they were watching at the wrong time and we'll we'll get to that in a minute so back to the tournament we've got uh, round 9 we're going to go play Godzilla Pro and this is a game that is not too far away from Freddy and so uh, in an earlier round i had heard somebody try to um try to sign in with insider connected and it gave you the sad beep instead of the happy beep um saying it was it was offline so i, I knew better than to um than to sign into this one but it would have been nice <laughs> it would have been nice um on this this game to be able to to sign in so um, this group uh, played with John Schoppel, friend from Phoenix. Uh, Michael Matson, who's a streamer out from California, does a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, I think he did California Extreme Stream as well. Um, and then David Green, which, uh, again, I, I think is a California player. I mean, obviously, we're in California, so that's the, the easiest travel for, for folks is in-state. Um, I, I, think, I think California player, not... Uh, super familiar with david but um anyways godzilla pro um i think my my only other experience with a pro is maybe uh tpf or expo one time and then uh i think we we played this game last year um because that was the first time i think i remember seeing a pro Um, but anyways so we're in the back room uh not too far from freddy we're kind of off to the to the side and um I'm on player one, and we're just gonna kind of go for it. And uh, I had a pretty strong ball one. I don't remember the exact score, but uh, it was a couple hundred million, I think. And uh, that was that was pretty pretty nice. Um, and the rest of the game, uh, the other three players, they kind of struggled on ball one and two. And so, but being player one, you're you're the rabbit, right? Run, rabbit, run! Everybody else is chasing you down. So you're <laughs> as player one, like your only goal in life is to put up a score that. Makes the other three players, you know, at least have to put in some work. So, um, the reason why I wish I, I would have been able to uh, to sign in on this one is because that's the first time I actually got to, the, to Planet X, and that was only because, kind of embarrassing, only because I remember that. Oh yeah, with the one of the updates at some point, um, after you do two cities, you can change it to Planet X, and I don't think it's as big of a, a point value um, if you wait until after you've done three or four cities to go to Planet X. But I've never been to Planet X. I've not studied up on what you're supposed to do. I had no idea what I was doing. And so I'm sure my Planet X score was was pretty pretty pathetic because um, I had no idea what to do. But it's like, hey, you know what? Here's an option. Let's do this. Um, so achievement not unlocked, but Planet X um, played. Not Probably not done. Played. I, I don't even know what the mode is like. Um but anyway, so I finished uh, ball three, player one, uh, nine hundred and eighty-four million, and at that point, um, nobody was close. So John finished with uh, finished his game with forty-eight million. Michael just rough. <laughs> Michael had some rough drains. Um, Eleven million total on a three-ball game. That's that's rough. Um, David David put in some work on ball three as well. So David finished up with 444 million, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna click on Godzilla Pro real quick. And um, at that time, after that game, when things got logged in, I, I clicked on on the the game because you know Never Drains is is doing all this stuff, and um, it's uh, it, it's very it's a very good resource. Uh, Carl has done a great job setting up the way Never Drains works as far as um, not just a tournament management software, but uh also a, a database you know up until a certain point when it gets archived but um so this is for the weekend so at the time I clicked and I was like oh look that's that's great we'll see if it lasts um but my 984 on Godzilla Pro was the number one score uh of the weekend and it was true at round 9 and it was true you know by the end of the the total tournament um so 984 was top and then second highest score was Raymond Ashby with 551 And then there was several 400s at that point. One of them was in my group. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, me (laughs) as one. Raymond Ashby, Mark Thornton, uh, Kaylee George with 455, I know that name, Uh, David Green, 444, Jermaine Mariol 432, I know Jermaine, Uh, Jared Garvey, uh, I know that name, Jake Collins, two twelve. Like it, kind of, Yasmin, uh, one fifty. Like it, it drops off fairly sharply. But I'm like, I know, like so many of these names. So that's that was one of my 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 very proud moments of the weekend. And man, I really wish that was the stream was on me at that point, <laughs> or was on uh, was on Godzilla, because um, that was that was a lot of fun. And I, you know, I'm playing my ball three, and like I have the the devil on my shoulder going. You know you're holding up the tournament, you're holding up the tournament, and then the the angel on my other shoulder's going, "Buddy's player one. We wouldn't want him to be caught now, would we?" So you know it's I knew there was all not all eyes were on me, but like I knew there were several people like in the room, like they were walking around going like, "What the heck is taking so long? What game is it?" And then they looked and it's like, "Oh, it's Godzilla, oh, where's Godzilla so you know eventually people find you and like So there's just, like, kind of a crowd standing around in this kind of galley-shaped walk. You know, it's not a walkway. It's a room. It's a room. It's a proper room. Um, And so, yeah, like, I I did feel kind of bad. But, you know, when I finished my my last ball and I kind of turned and I I noticed there was a whole bunch of people standing there and, you know, some of them were clapping a little bit. I'm like, that's pretty badass. This is a circuit. Event and and I just got a little bit of a round of applause, so I'm you know I'm gonna enjoy that 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 felt really nice, um and I I definitely appreciate that. So um after round nine, uh two back to back wins, so three and three on that, so we're sitting at nineteen. The goal is thirty. Um and at some point my I had sent a message, I had sent a link, um to my wife, to my mom, to my mother in law, in a kind of a group text thing because. You know, it's always not always, but it's oftentimes it's like, so what are you when are you done? Like, why don't you call me? And it's like, because I finish at midnight and you're asleep and I'm sorry. You know, it's like sometimes I call when I have a free time and sometimes there's just, you know, you just power through and there is no free time. And yeah, sorry. But um, anyway, so I texted everybody and I called on the lunch break or the dinner break. Don't worry about it. So um, I texted that link out. And at some point, uh, my wife sends me a screenshot of me being number one overall in the tournament and she she is not like she is a cheerleader but she's not like a really big like pinball tournament cheerleader <laughs> and um so that was like i was like oh she actually checked and like was was monitoring stuff and you know whatever and was just like oh i'm gonna take this screenshot um because it it didn't last long but um you know i was for a, a moment in time and in my wife's eyes i was winning this tournament and that's that's kind of that would have been good enough. But uh, anyways, round 10, we're going to go play Hoops. Uh, I can tell you right now that Escher was in this group as well. Um, this one, Escher was, you know, standing off... Because you know, everybody's, like, kind of standing around waiting for all four players to show up. And mm, not most of the time, but a lot of the time you might know the other three players. Um, you might not know one or two of them, but at least one of the other people typically knows who you don't know. So, like, everybody you know, combined, everybody knows everybody. But, um, you know, everybody knows who Escher is. Uh, nobody knows who I am. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, everybody's very friendly. So uh, in this group, we had a Dennis Eichhorn, um, Matt Young, and Escher. Um, I did not, I don't think I recognized, uh, I think one of the guys I played with in a previous year, and we were actually chatting about it. And I was like, was it radical? Do we play radical together? Like two years ago? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's that's kind of the the level of familiarity that that some of the you know you have with some of these folks. So, but the three of us were just kind of standing over. You know, we were reading the rule card, looking at it, and it's like everybody. I think more people know about hoops because Dennis Creasel talks about it on the pinball show um, than people would have known about it, like from a tournament level, right? So, like it's. It's actually a really good tournament game. Um, I say that super unqualified because I hardly know how to play the game. But like, it's it's a really good as far as got leaps go. <laughs> like, um, the chaotic randomness of like, hey, mystery score, you get zero points. Oh, mystery score, oh, you get twenty million points. Um, I'm looking at you, Mario Brothers. But uh, like, as far as got leaps go, hoops is a pretty good uh, tournament game. It's a uh, single level, pretty fun. Got a multi ball, some interesting geometry on some of the shots. Um, and so like we were all just kind of standing around reading the rule card and it's like, okay, we're all going to lose to Escher. Um, and Escher's like, okay, so it looks like most people don't know how to play this. And we're all just like, yeah, he's like, here's what you want to do. And there was actually a note on the game and it said, um, cause there's a, in order to qualify your locks, you have to go through the correct upper lane and, what Jim had done, because apparently this is like most, you know, upper lane, like for skill shot, like so, Spider Man, or Game of Thrones, or Metallica. I'm just trying to list games where, like, you plunge the skill shot is up top. Um, you want to go through a specific lane, but you can change the lanes. Walking Dead, Attack from Mars. Like, there's so many games that are like this, um, and this is how you qualify or turn on your locks for hoops. And there's a setting and jim changed it so that you can't toggle which lane is lit. And I think that's great because that's you know that's very good in a tournament setting because less people are going to qualify multiple you're still going to get it a time or two, you know, it's not like it's that hard. You could still send the ball back up there. And it's not it's not the biggest biggest of deal. So um, but the fact that you couldn't get it every single time you send it up there like that affects the game time and in tournaments you don't want games that play all day sometimes it happens godzilla (laughs) but you know ideally that's the goal right so there was a note up there everybody had seen it nobody knew what it was except for asher and he's like okay that's how you turn on your multi-balls you know you put the ball up there whether you plunge or you know you miss it and you send the ball back up there typically you can you know flipper button select it over but this one was only alternating on, like, stuff like pops and slings, you know, typical stuff like that. Um, he's like, your multi-ball, your lock shots are here and here. You can do a two-ball. You can do a three-ball. I don't remember the difference, you know, how you prevent one from start. I, I don't know, whatever. Um, and he's like, you could do that. You know, there's the spinner shot. You could do, you know, this stuff. And then there's, um, then there's like, the shoot-around bonus or something like, like it, it it didn't take long for my ability to recognize the various goals that I was trying to do, I, I just ran out of memory, right? So I'm just like, okay, how do I, okay, multi ball is the lit lane, you know, up top, and then from there, that scoop or that saucer or that saucer, there's two different saucers, and you start doing something. I don't even remember at this point. Um, okay, that's all I really am probably going to be able to rem- remember and and, you know, actually go for. So... Uh, we play the game, and, um, you know, Escher has probably built up enough pinball karma giving people these mini-tutorials that this should never, ever, ever, ever happen. Um, but Escher took a zero on hoops. Um, so Dennis got 2.1, I got 1.5, Mac got uh, 1.2, and Escher had 374K. Like, that is, watching some of the other games on that machine, like, we all would have taken zeros had this been a different round. Like there were other games that put up, you know, five or 10 million, I think. You know, it was kind of like that was like the full range of four players. And it's like, okay, so we were all really bad. And Escher, for his good deed, he went severely punished and took a zero. So um, at one point I would <laughs> sitting there going like, I've played with Escher a couple times. He's He's got a three, he's got a couple zeros, he's got a couple ones as far as I know in groups that I've played with him, I'm like, where is he? And he's still floating in the top because it's like, you know, because he's Usher. And um, and I'm just like, man, like at some point, you know, I would start getting in my head being like, I need a couple threes to kind of stay and secure my way into that pack up top. Um, But have no fear. So uh, round 11, we went to Deadpool Pro. I know this game fairly well. Uh, This particular machine was just killing people left and right. Um, so it was Luca, myself, Adam, Escher's dad, and, uh, and Gabe. Gabe de Severa? I'm sorry. If, if you've gave me, like, five minutes and, and a crash course on Hooked on Phonics, I'd nail that. But, um, yeah, I phonetically, I, I'm not going to do that one. Sorry, Gabe. Um, I'm not going to be successful at doing that one. <laughs> not like I'm giving up. I just, I know. So... Anyways, um, I've played with Luca already once or twice this, this, uh, this tournament. Um, Adam, I have not played with, I played with Adam last year. Uh, we played uh, Cactus Canyon and I got to the wizard mode and I did not know it. And Adam was like, nice job. And I was like, I don't know what I did. (laughs) Um, so, and then, uh, Gabe, I think this was the first time this event played with Gabe. So, um i I got absolutely destroyed on this game um so the final scores were luca had fifty four million I had seventeen adam adam had a very strong um surviving type ball and he put up two hundred fifteen and so he got he got the three on that uh gabe got one point with forty one million so there's a zero right there that was kind of discouraging but I kind of knew um watching how that uh that deadpool had been treating folks that um, that was another one of the very honest games. The ball save was super short. Um, I think I even screwed up my little Deadpool somehow on that, but that was just uh, not not a very good strong showing. So uh, next game, round 12, uh, we're going to Space Station, and uh, this one was on stream, and everybody saw it. <laughs> That's some foreshadowing for you. So the name list on this is Wayne, Escher, Nick, and John Tracy uh Nick was the dude that absolutely blew up Excalibur in round two that I played with. Um, this was, like, my what, my fourth time playing with Escher? Like, I'm I'm getting some pretty good face time with, uh, with the pinball royalty over here. So, um, you know, I, I, I... At this, like, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, I'm... So, let's take a pause. Okay, Space Station is just going to destroy me. You know, that's spoiler alert. We all know that happened because it's on stream. And if you're watching, you would know. But, um... I, my goal as like Ben and I are driving to this thing, like we had chatted about it. And I was like, my goal, like, I think I could make B finals, you know, like I, I have flirted with it really close the last couple of years and I've gotten a little bit better, you know, just as like kind of the finishing results. Like I'm, it's kind of a grind, like this is a grindy day. And if you are kind of not mentally prepared, you know, like, how nice have you been to your feet the previous couple days? Like you're going to be on your feet a lot. You're going to be trying to sit down a lot and there's not a whole lot of seating. There's plenty of seating, but there's not a whole lot. And, you know, as, as long as you're playing the game, you're standing up. So if, you know, at the end of Godzilla, my feet were like, that was a long game, (laughs) you know? And so it's, there is, there is a physical grind aspect to this type of a format. And, um, I was feeling pretty good, you know, and I was just like, I think I'm, you know, I'm starting to get the nuances of what I have to do. You know, you, you drink a lot of water and you you be nice to your feet when you can. And uh, the the pre-paddle, P-A-T-L, pinball at the lab, paddle for short, uh, the pre-paddle tournament was in Anaheim at the captain's uh, auction warehouse showroom. And that was what, thirty, forty minutes away, and we decided not to go. We went and we played a couple games the night before at Pinball at the lab or at the Riverside Game Lab. And um, you know, so we were we were kind of being very mindful of like the physical side of things. Like this if if you're doing well, like you're gonna play no matter what. You're gonna play the rounds till somebody else scores all the thirty points and you know finally ends the day for you, or you could do that yourself. But like so you're gonna be there no matter what. So you kinda of have to prepare yourself for that, the physical side of that. Um, and you know, you have to you have to be good at these games, you have to have, you know, flipper skills just like anybody else. But, you know, on some of these these formats are they're grindy and it's not like that's not a criticism, that's just like the reality. Like this is a fun grind, but it's still a grind. So, um, you know, you kinda of have to not beat yourself up mentally after a bad round and you have to take care of your feet and <laughs> Um, you know, wear comfortable shoes and, and shoes that, you know, aren't going to really hurt you or, you know, you just and eat somewhat proper foods. And, you know, so you're not sitting there going, oh, my gosh, like now I'm now I'm exhausted because I, I had this nice giant lunch and I'm I'm tired. I'm ready for a nap. It's like, no, you can't take a nap. You have to go play around 11. So back to Space Station. This was on stream and my kids got to watch me suck. <laughs> Um, it's, and it wasn't even like I just got destroyed by the three other players. Like I was actually kind of in contention, but there was, a, there was more than one ball where like I plunged and it just kind of fed out the, the right side or at the left side. And it kind of caught the, the left side orbit as it's coming out. And so it just like snaked its way into the right outline. Like, I don't even remember what happened. It happened so fast, but I'm just like, well, that was a plunge, all right. <laughs> so um, I took a zero with 900,000. Uh, Escher took a two with 2.3 million. Um, Nick got a one with 1. 1.3 million. So I was, you know, 400K is still like just shy 50% of my score. But like I was 400K away from stealing a point. Because um, if I got a point on this game, I would have absolutely felt like I stole it. Uh, John Tracy took a got a three with two point three. And wait, 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 hold on. So Escher had 2.3. So Escher had 2,312,000. And John Tracy got a three with 2,334. So he definitely, he got that point in bonus. And so I remember we were all, you know, like he drained. He's like, oh, we're not there. And then it's like the bonus, the bonus. And so we were just kind of watching it go and go. And it, it just barely got over the line. It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, so that's that's a 20,000 point gap between two and three points on space station so um and i'm sure that's archived on on youtube somewhere so um if you want to see me not play pinball very well (laughs) like lots of my friends were able to um yeah that's that's available so round 12 uh we're gonna go to black rose which is um it's raymond davidson's favorite game i do know that um i don't know a whole lot more about that game that's for sure um, and I still can't find it in the the game list. Why? <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, oh, there we go. Insert Jeopardy music. Okay. Uh, so uh, Nick Demi or Rick Demi, sorry. Uh, Michael Matson again, Jason Wood, and myself. Um, and I, we all kind of struggled a little bit. Uh, there was some points in um, video modes and some some very easy cheat points that several people got a hold of. Um, so Rick. Got a three with sixteen million, I got a two with ten million, uh Jason got a one with five, and then Michael got a zero with three. And um that was I think Michael got hosed on one of the balls. because um, he was like he was definitely chasing up um on a previous ball and, and there was just a, a a bad drain scenario that it was it was gonna be a dramatic ball three scenario, and then uh just kind of a, a bad brick drain or something happened. Um So there was a two. So now we're, at least we broke the streak of uh, two zeros in a row. There's another two. So round 13, got a two, sitting at 23. And I'm I'm like, okay, so I need seven points. Actually, going into that round, I was like, if I win three times, and I told Ben this. And I I was being very sarcastic. Um, not, Not like very sarcastic, but Ben knew I was joking. And I was like, okay, I'm sitting at 21, just coming off of two zeros. If I win three times in a row, I'm in. <laughs> because I was looking at the, the the name run and looking what other players had as far as points, and I'm like, I'm in this thing. I'm totally in this thing. The problem is that two rounds prior to that, I was also at twenty one points. <laughs> and I took two, two zero. So that's that's a little bit of a setback right there. So uh that was that was very unfortunate. So round fourteen, let's go play Toy Story four. Um it's, it's Toy Story. That's about all I know about it. Um, I got the video pinball mode thing, which was, it felt like you were playing like an early, um, app, you know, I, I don't want to call it a table. So, um, you know, like, uh, what was it called? Pinball arcade. When it first came out, like on the tablets and stuff, it was, there was a little bit of a, a delay on some of the things and yeah, it kind of felt like that a little bit, but I, I, got some points out of that I got into a multi ball um, some other guys just did not did, did they did not get a chance to play that game very much um, I was player three so uh, players one and two they drained out with under 200k each and I stepped up I think I was already in at least a two point scenario um, so I finished that ball with a little over a million points um, player player four finished up with 664 K um, didn't I mean didn't if you want to look at like percentages like he's still 400k away which is literally 40% of my score like that's that's a long way to go but he had set the table enough that I'm sitting there getting very nervous um so I don't, I'm not saying I stole three points but I, that could have easily been a a two point round so um but still two and three points like I'm I'm happy with that so that was uh Again, like just these these flashes of brilliance sometimes, it seems. Um, So then we're going to go to Cyclone, round 15. Don't worry, folks, we are almost done. (laughs) So Cyclone, um, it's not a complicated game. And the things that I like to do, the things that are fun in Cyclone are the things that you're not supposed to do, right? You're not supposed to shoot down the Dracula target and shoot it in the hole for the the wheel to spin for your, your random award. Right, like you're not supposed to do that, but I find that fun, <laughs> and so, like I haven't played this game in a tournament setting in a while. uh, we used to have one we had kind of done a little bit of a trade with d and d, so we had one um at Blackrock on location for a while, and so we would play it at the monthly tournament that would be there um and it's I think it shoots just fine, it's fun, you know there's. The skill shot—it's a little overpowered if that multiplier is on. You know, if it's ball one, it's one x; ball two, it's two x; ball three, is three x. And I think that's a little overpowered, um, but it's still not that e- easy of a plunge either. It's super easy just to plunge through all the different skill shot lanes and uh, and just collect whatever the minimum value is, uh, and then you know who cares. So uh, this one I should have got a zero. Uh, Jared Garvey. Uh, was player 1 and he had like a million points after ball 1. He finished his game with 1.1 million. And he got absolutely hosed just not like he not like the game did anything wrong, but just like it's one of those scenarios where I'm I'm sure he like brick drained on one and you know had some just unfortunate drains where you're sitting there going like I don't really want you to do great cuz your points are going to determine how much I have to do in order to get points for myself, but you know you're sitting there like and you you watch a person drain you're like that was oh that was so rude game like why that was not nice <laughs> you know so it's it's one of those like kind of crushing drain scenarios so um he finished with one point one uh Corey got three point two and that that was enough for a win um I got one and a half so I got a point out of that and then Sean Irby was player four and he was he was coming in close um he finished with uh three point one million and he got two points out of that so he was Looking at this, he's like literally 65k away from from getting a point, and we we were all standing around there. We were we were waiting for it to happen too, because Sean had I think he had a little bit more of a marathon game on ball three, so he was doing the things he I think he started that ball with about a million and just kind of chugging along and and just keeping on going and you know I I don't even know like how many switches like what what is that What's 65k on Cyclone? Is that a Ferris wheel? Is that like your first? your first reward for the, the main ramp shot, like when it's got its minimum value is like 50 K or is it more than that? I don't even remember, but like, seriously, like that's probably one of any two or three shots on that game. And he's, he's got the difference. So that was, that was a very close finish. It was, I mean, it wasn't stressful for me because I already had been locked into my, my one point. But I mean, if I was sitting there, you know, in the hot seat as, as first place right then, I would have been very, very nervous. So there was, you know, lots of good sportsmanship at the end of that. Like, um, you know, everybody's high fiving and you know saying good game and stuff. So um, that was, that was, that was a fun experience. Even though I only got a one out of it, like that was, that was a fun game to play. Um, next round, we're gonna go play Atlantis, and I couldn't tell you much about Atlantis. I think it's like shoot the top hole type of thing. Like, hope you're on the 55k and shoot that. Like, I don't know. There's, it, it didn't really matter. Like at this point. This is when the fatigue, like, smacked me in the face. Like, I I was feeling really good. I was not drinking. (laughs) I was, you know, the cyclone was a little demoralizing because I got one point sitting at 27. I'm like, I need a, I don't need. If I get a win, I'm done and I'm through. Like, that's kind of my, my mental state at that point. And we go over to Atlantis and all of a sudden, like, My, my energy meter just ran through the floor. Like I was like, I am so exhausted. Like everything has just caught up with me. I have no idea what's going on. And I like, and it's not like, um, so on the mental side of things, it's not like a, I don't want to do this anymore. It's a, you know, like have you ever watched a tournament that's been going on for like days and like they're in the finals and they've been playing for like the 13th hour that day and like the 30th hour that weekend or something like that. You just get to a point where like these top tier players they're they're making some bad shots and the commentators are just like this is probably pretty heavy fatigue at this point. And like I I don't know what it's like to be able to make every shot I want to shoot at um cuz I'm not that good, but when I watch that type of stream and that type of situation I'm kind of like, yeah. I I actually know what it's like, at least you know, on the the energy and fatigue side of things. To just hit that wall and be like, whoa, like I am bad <laughs> right now. Like I didn't even mean I I missed a shot over. Like I made a shot, but I was aiming for the shot next to it. Like the, I'm I'm a shot off. Like this is really bad. So, um, Atlantis was was not pretty. Um, and Derek Price was in this group, so it was me, Mike Welsh, Derek Price, and Gabe. And um, Derek was fighting this game and I'm sitting there and like Derek probably burns more calories than anybody else playing pinball because like he is just every every muscle is engaged at all times. Like Derek is just like on right (laughs) like his his stance the way he's like holding the game and like he's he's kind of got this this crouch pose and he's always got these like little micro nudges that he's doing like everything is just, like, he's, again, he probably burns more calories than anybody else playing pinball, because he's just, he's not tense. He's just, like, everything is activated now, and now, and now. Like, he's just always going. So, Derek was fighting this game like crazy, and he ended up with the win. So, (laughs) 10 times my score. So, 254K for me, I got one point. Miracle, I don't know what. Uh, Mike had 136K. I think he probably struggled on a few... House and I think he had bad bounces. House, like, he he did not survive as long as he probably should have. Thanks, game. But, um, so he got a zero, 136K. Uh, Derek won the round with 2.6 million. And then Gabe got a two with 932K. And I, like, I was player one, and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm really doing here. Like, people are going for shots that I'm, I, I don't know. Like, whatever. Um, I, I, I don't know what to do. So, um, probably played poorly. Oh, wait, no, Atlantis is not... What's the... No, it's Stingray has the saucer for 55k. See, I don't know what to do on Atlantis. I have no freaking clue. Um, shooting the blinking lights was not working very well for me, but, yeah, no, we were not playing Stingray. <laughs> See? Um, yeah, so that was that was not a good round. Um, still stole a point. Probably didn't earn that. Um, whatever. So, round 17. At round 17, I'm kind of... I'm looking at the the board and the way things are tallying up. And I'm like, even if I get a three on this, I don't think I'm in. So, and I, about halfway through the day, my mindset changed from like, I'm trying to get into B division to be like, I can make A finals. I can make A finals. So round 17, we're going to go to play Cactus Canyon and... You know, I'm I'm fine enough on this game. Like I'm I'm comfortable enough. I've done well. I've done bad. You know, it's just kind of let's let's see what happens. So um fourth player, so I've I get to see everybody play, get to know what I'm shooting for. Um and Brian is player one, uh ends up with uh fifteen and a half million, gets two points. Kyle, twenty-four and a half million, gets three points. Luca gets six and a half million, good enough for one point, and uh by deductive reasoning you can say that i got 0 and it doesn't matter what i got cuz i got 3.9 million and i i was spent like i was just i i can't hardly concentrate not like not like i didn't want to concentrate like i literally could not concentrate and like line up my shots and aim and anything and i was just like i was i was so done that i like even my recovery skills which that's if if I'm going to say, what's what are you best at at pinball? It's like, you know, out of a couple different categories. My recovery skills are better than my other skills because I'm bad at aiming and, like, my accuracy sucks. So it's like, in order to be, you know, survive on these games, you better learn how to play defense because um, you're not very good at shooting the ball where you want it to go. So, but at this point, like, none of my, none of the basic skills were working. I was just totally shot. Um, took a zero on this and I was just like, I looked at everything and it's like, well, you know, I finished the day with 28 points and you know what, honestly, like I I finished higher than Ben, I finished higher than John, and that hadn't happened in previous years and I'm just kind of like, you know, I I should I should kind of maybe reflect slightly differently on this. Like, you know, change the perspective of I didn't make A division. I wasn't even frustrated at that. Like I wasn't I wasn't upset cuz that wasn't my initial goal. Um it was halfway through the day, but you know, things change. And you know, so, like, I kind of took a step back, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just absolutely exhausted, but today was a pretty good day. Like, this is my best showing at this, you know? And so they, they kind of had to wait for all the rounds to finish up and tally everything up, and I did not make A finals, but I did make B finals. <laughs> so let's see. i gotta got to find where I have it in my notes. So I finished 30th. Um and that did not qualify me, like I said, for A. Oh, here it is. Top 24 made A. And I think it was, again, I don't remember what the B cutoff was. It, it might have been, um, well, let me look. Uh how many players are on here? Matches, standing. So now we're going to go eight players. Okay, so eight players in B. So that's a pretty thin margin right there. <laughs> um. So, but anyways, like I said, I did make B finals. That was going to be the next morning. It wasn't super early, which was great. Um, because that meant that uh, I could sleep a little bit, and uh, yeah, so technically made semifinals a B. B. Um, got a couple bucks. I don't remember what the payment was. Um, it might have been like twenty-five or thirty dollars, but still, that's cool. Um, yeah, so here we have the four games. So the four games in match play, and they were so they were banks, and the top seed got to pick the bank, and the order was kind of set in stone, but kind of not because we ran into the scenario where um, you couldn't have any more than two groups on a bank because a- an A division and B division were going on at the same time. So um, A division got to do all their picks of the banks. And if any bank had two groups on it, B division could not go on to that bank, uh, which makes total sense. But And I think there was, there was a James Bond bank, and I can't remember what, what else was in there. Um, let see if this is on here anywhere. Nope, not that one. Um. Nope, not that one either. So okay, I don't remember, but A division like the uh, the James Bond bank. Um, can't remember what the other games are in that. But anyways, so my bank uh, that I did not pick was Revenge from Mars, Foo Fighters, Stars, and Whirlwind. And there was a little bit of a sequencing issue. Uh, I think we were supposed to play Stars and Whirlwind in reverse order, but um you know we we caught up to another group or another group caught us uh, there was something that we we ended up flopping around a little bit um but we did play revenge from mars first and because this is match play not never drains um we just need to know finishing order so i don't have the scores on here um i took a zero which was unfortunate um <laughs> you know kind of kind of carrying over from yesterday a little bit but uh you know i i did well on revenge from mars in in qualifying i thought and um, could not really, you know, find the shots that that I was finding pretty good on the previous day, so that that's a bummer. Uh, let's see. So Foo Fighters, um, I did not play this one in qualifying. Um, I watched a couple players play on it, you know, because uh, Ben has one at uh, Catalina Brewing, and so I like I've got enough plays on it to be familiar with the layout. Um, probably not familiar enough with it to, you know, for a tournament setting like, like this, like I can, I can do fine in our weekly league and, and do stuff up there. But, you know, for this type of a regional tournament, probably not going to do all that great on it unless I, you know, can actually find the shots I need and, and kind of have some survivability on it. And uh, yeah, this particular one, I think it, it pretty much destroyed everybody. Like one player got one good ball and everybody else was just like toast um, so I I took a one on that, so that's that's not a very good start. Um, so let's see, uh, how's the best way to do this? Okay, so we have a Corey Casella, we have a Mike Welsh, we have a me, and we have Mark Thornton. So after two games, uh, Corey has two points, Mike has three points, I have one, and Mark has six. And we're playing six or we're playing four games. And so Mark is basically through. Um, He's got six after two. Like that's not an automatic through, but that's like worst case scenario is somebody else goes three, three, and they have a tie at six. And, you know, depending on what other people had at that point, um, it six points after two games in a four game round. Uh, that's pretty strong. So, uh, next game is Stars. This one was set to five ball, and it was... Um, it's not as fast as mine, but also the flippers aren't... I'm not saying the flippers were weak on this one. The flippers weren't as strong. You could still hit all the shots just fine. No complaints whatsoever. But it did have a slightly different feel, um, and that's not a criticism. That's just a like comparison between you know mine and this one. And But it's still Stars, right? So... Like stars, <laughs> um, I picked up a two on this one. Um, things did kind of flip around a little bit. So Corey, which had who had two points at this point, one stars, um, and then uh, Mark, who had the six at this point, he got a one. So like six is really strong. Seven, you're in, right? I think mathematically, there's no way for you to be third place if you have seven points after after four games, let alone three. Um, so now we're gonna go to Whirlwind, and the the breakdown, the way it happened was I needed uh, a very very specific sequence. Um, I can't remember the sequence on this, but I needed to win, and I think it was um, I needed to beat Corey by two places in order to trade. You know who finishes in second overall and then moves on to the next round because. Um, four-player group, top two move on, bottom two are eliminated, and I didn't, I did what I needed to do, (laughs) Um, no, I didn't, I needed to win, that's what I needed, I needed to win, and I also needed to finish higher than Corey by two places, so I needed a three, and I needed Corey to get a one or a zero, and um, I, I did not, so, you know, (laughs) Wah womp. <laughs> um, but again, this is the whirlwind that you know. Yesterday, a three million point game was a pretty good game, and um, I, I don't. Again, I don't have the scores sitting right here, but I don't think. I think we were all pretty much clustered around that same point range that that we had last time, or that I had in my in my previous game that I played on it. Um, so it was all in that you know one and a half, two, three million range. I don't think anybody got into the the five. Area, you know, maybe the the winner had three and a half. I don't, I don't even remember. It was, it was very close. It was on the table. Um, I, I kind of had it in my own hands. I, I kind of needed a little help from a, a couple other folks, but I, I definitely had fate in my own hands. Um, I, um, I did not pull off what I needed to do. I didn't, you know, fulfill my end of the bargain. Um, so that's, but that's okay. So overall, um, I finished thirty second. Uh, in pinball at the lab, and that's eleven point three nine points, which you know that's that's a that's a big travel and a lot of work for eleven and a half points but for a thirty second finish to get eleven and a half like you can't win an event in Tucson and get eleven and a half um so you know just a little little comparison but um i'm not going there for the points I'm not going there for many things I'm going because it's fun um and if if you have any interest in doing like a race 2 format there's for for the longest time i think this was the only race 2 format there might be a couple others that that happen you know throughout the states at this point but um this is a fun event it's run by top tier players they do a very good job they do a lot of work on the prep side they have a lot of games you know so even if you do experience an issue and they can't fix it which was uncommon um but we did run into this last year, I think, on uh, Alien Star. There was a, a couple rounds that Alien Star just refused to cooperate, and so they had to move people to another another game, you know. And they they had plenty of games, and everything else gets worked on. I mean, I saw Jay Kinney; he was over there. Um, he, what 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 round was it? I think it was the, my Deadpool round. It might I think it was Deadpool, but anyway, so it was kind of later in the day. And, you know, there there's a group that's playing Batman Dark Knight and Jay is the fourth player. He's the kind of the head tech, basically. He's keeping everything running. But um everybody that's running this tournament is also playing in it because and I, I think that's the way it should be, basically. Um so he he's trying to keep games alive. He needs to do he's working on a repair. He they're just kind of standing around at Bat- Batman and kind of like, where's Jay? We know he's around here somewhere. And I, I think they were talking like, you know, I-, I don't think the rest of the group was like, oh, well, he's got five minutes, you know, or whatever. And it's like, he's the head tech. Like, he's he's probably elbows deep in a game. He knows he's got a round to get to. And he's he's trying his best to to keep all the games up and running. And, you know, everybody in that group, I think, was like, you know, we we <laughs> they were all aware. Like we could put him on a timer, but he's the head tech. Like that's that's such a dick move. Like don't do that. Like have a little bit of of grace to you know the the dude that's keeping everything running. You know, when when something happens, so nobody was was being like, oh, we you know we should talk to a TD or whatever. Jay walks over very like you know just looking at his body language like he didn't even have to say anything but you could tell that he was like he, he you know his body language was just saying like i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i know i know i'm i'm sorry i took a little longer than i was expected to but he also walked over with a classic bali um uh power supply board in his hand uh you know so he he walked over the thing that's got the giant heat sink on it you know with all the those stupid red connectors that you have to repin. And for whatever reason, they run the hundred volts through that before it goes to the other board. And it's like, yeah, that one. So he walked over with that. He just swapped that one out. Um, uh, what game would that have gone into? That was over on the the left side of the wall. There was a star Wars. Then it was the Bally uh, Harley Davidson, uh, which was that not, that's not a classic Bally. That's I think that's actually a system 11 at that point. That Williams owned them. Uh, Anyway, so he walked over with this board. He set it down on the table because there's a table right next to to Batman. And then he proceeds to put up, like, a bajillion points on ball one. And, like, he finishes his ball finally, drains, and, like, he just, he, like, turns around to acknowledge, like, okay, it said bonus. I'm done. I'm going to go over here now and work on this board. Like, he just turns and walks away. And everybody's looking at the display, and it's, I I can't remember if it was, like, 40 million or 140 million, but everybody just looks at the display and they're like, you know, let's just say it's 40 million, but it's like 40 million, zero, zero, zero. And it's like, and everybody else was in that group was a little bit more on the, the non top tier. Like I don't like Ray Day and Escher weren't sitting there waiting for him. Like it was, you know, a little bit more on my level, let's say, um, and I was just like, I was totally third party observer on this. And I was just kind of like, man, like that would be so demoralizing. Like he's, this isn't even really his number one brain function right now is to put up points on Batman. And it happens to be his Batman, which that's kind of like an extra little turn of the knife. <laughs> but, um, you know, like he, his number one thing, like in the back of his mind is like, I got to fix this board. What the heck is wrong with a stupid board? I got to fix this board. And, uh, you know, so he, picked up the game, the board and walked away and everything. And it's just, you know, like the, the guys that are running this thing, like they're, they're putting up good scores, but they're also working really hard to make a a quality event. So like I said, I'm not going there for the whoppers. If I were to win, it would be great. um, Because the winner of this thing got 120.81 whoppers, which I think that's more than like, maybe not my total, but like certainly more than my active, that's for sure. But um, yeah, so I'm not going to tell you who wins. You know, go watch go watch the stream. It's a fun fun little finals. Um, so let's see. I have just a few more notes on here. So I already I already said I got 32nd place for 11.39. Uh, John got 66 for 4.53, which considering this is a 104 player event, like that's. That's not all that bad on the decay side. You know, you can you can win events in Tucson and not get four and a half points. <laughs> uh Ben, Ben struggled. Um Ben and I were hanging out by the bar um for for the the last like one third of this event. Um so Ben finished seventy-fourth. Very uncommon showing for him, but he got three point six out of that. So um I think last year, like John and I tied exactly. Or we were like one place apart. If you look on, on the Never Drains thing, like we're literally one name than then the other. Um so this is the first time there's a little bit of separation on on my end. Um so overall, like I said, it was it was a really fun event. Um looking forward to going out to it next year. The location is great. Um you're you're in Riverside, so you don't have to go through all of LA. <laughs> um so getting in there, the traffic, you know, coming off of I-10. Um, traffic's really not too, too bad. Um, you know, as always, uh, thanks to Ben for driving. He's got a a smart Subaru that makes it a little, (laughs) a little, a little on the nice side. It's not an automatic car or anything, but, uh, it's, it's cool. Uh, It beeps a lot though. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, so that's, that's pinball at the lab. Um, I, I had a great time and if, if you want to sign up for that next year, um, one one request, please sign up after I've signed up. <laughs> no, but uh, there's 120 spots. We only had 104 this year. If that wait list was 100 players deep, um, I still would, would show up because you never know. But uh, overall, I, I'm looking forward to it next year. Again, big shout out to John, um, Carl, uh, Jay. I, I think Bob is involved because I see him around. I think Bob was a little under the weather as well this time around, but I I, I think in years past, like Bob is always there. I think he's got an active role in there. Um, so just ev- everybody else that I'm not aware, you know, if you're working on that, I uh, appreciate that. Aimless Pinball, thanks for coming out and doing the stream. I'll uh, see you guys next weekend at the at the bat for their five-year party. They're, they're coming out from California to stream the, uh, the five-year birthday bash at uh, the Electric Bat, so... Looking forward to that. That's going to be another huge turnout. Um, I don't remember the head count on that one. If the cap was like 100 or slightly higher, slightly lower. I don't remember. I think it's in that ballpark, though. But, uh, you know, 100 players at the bat, like, that's nothing new. They they get that on a weekly basis on a Tuesday. So um, this one is just going to be more, more tournaments and more points. So, yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, that was oh my gosh, that's a wrap. That was that was episode seventy. And uh the title is I don't belong here and um <laughs> the, the, there's yeah, so I was I was gonna try to be try to be clever and, and put in some song clips and whatever and I was just like, nah, you know what, I I'm not that technically capable. I actually I am. I just don't want to. <laughs> so um that was kinda my that was like the the theme going into kind of like the late rounds of like, I, I just, I don't belong here. What am I doing in this group? Like, I should not, I should not be here. Um, And I kind of got over that and it's like, you know what, next year I'm, I'm going for a finals. I can totally do that. You know, I was, I was right on the doorstep and then just hit the, hit the brick wall and ran out of gas. And, but I, I know I was close enough that I I know what that feels like. And it's like, so when that starts to set in, um, you know, maybe react a little bit differently or maybe just kind of, you know, mentally strengthen a little bit, a little bit more on that. But, you know, that's that's my goal next year. Is you know, I'm not sitting there saying I don't belong here. I'm I'm sitting there going, I want to be in A finals. I might finish last in A finals, <laughs> but I, I think I can get to A final. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe put that on your calendar, and I'll see you there. So, uh, party on! Party on, Wayne! Party on, Garth! It's race world! Clear.